Trigger warning. This episode of Shared Psychosis contains mentions of self-harm and mental illnesses and also Haley is lazy and forgot to censor Peyton and he said a few naughty words. Hey, I'm Peyton. Well, Peyton McKinney. Hey, I'm Haley. Haley Rose. And this is Shared Psychosis. Welcome to episode four. The most depressing episode ever. <laughs> I love how like the past ones, the first one, it's just we were hey, that one was the most random. We didn't really know what we were doing. You know, just it was good It was good. It was good, but it was it was a lot more random. The second one got cut short. The second one, it's really hard to explain what the second one was. But like, what I, was the second one? I don't remember. That's that's up right now. But what was it? That was the one that we had to record like four times. It got. Yeah. Cut in the middle, and we had to take parts out of it. It was, um. I hate that. That's like my least favorite episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine too. I mean, because, um, but the thing is, what the did quality we do in that episode. The quality in the first one wasn't it was the bad. best. Yeah. But it, the quantity was good. Second one, the quality was good, but the quantity was just not there, and it was yeah. nowhere. Is that episode? the one that we had drama with? Yeah. Drama? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> episode three is. Hands down the best. Episode three. Hands episode down. three hasn't come out at the time that we're recording this, but it it's is my favorite episode. And you know, at some point, we're gonna have to do a follow up to that too. We are. We're gonna have to. Yeah. It, it, it'll be. It'll be a thing. Every once in a while, we'll, just we'll continue dust that. it off. Yeah. Yes, please. So, I need to save that website then. Yeah. My, my immortal. My immortal. Can we say my immortal with the thunder? My, my immortal. immortal. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the Wilhelm scream. Wow! <laughs> oh. No, 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 the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> what did you do with your mouth? Hold on, do that again. Do that again. Do that again. I can't. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Contacts to stay what it is. Yes, I would rather that than. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh my gosh. Okay, what are we talking about in this episode, Peyton? I say let's start with something light before we get into the deep, dark, depressing stuff. What are we talking about, though? Both mentally insane. We will never find true happiness because both of us have a crushing weight in our skulls and in our hearts, known as depression and anxiety, and both of us are constantly ostracized by society for how we feel. No. Blink. Not really. I don't we, have a hole in my soul. <laughs> we, we both view it in different ways. We do view it in different ways, apparently, but it's fine. Um... No way! USPS, the scheduled delivery for your parcel, uh, got changed. Please confirm here. I am not clicking that link. I have not ordered a parcel. Um, From US... US... USPS. USPS. United States Postal Service. Not UPS. United States Postal Service. You know, like, the mailman? Yeah, but I thought it was UPS. 
No, no, no. UPS is Is only... United Postal Service so cool? No, 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 no. no. UPS <laughs> is not like a government thing. Oh, USPS, USPS is. Okay. And UPS, I could be wrong about this. I don't believe UPS will deliver letters and stuff. They only no, deliver yeah, packages. they're packages. Yeah, okay. USPS also does packages, but UPS is probably better for that. Okay, <sighs> that makes sense. What about yeah. like what's another one? FedEx. FedEx, I think. I was thinking E Trade. What is E Trade? I've I've heard of E Trade, but I don't think I've ever. Oh gotten, no, no, like, no. E Trade is package. like stock market stuff. Oh, <laughs> I'm like I've never gotten an E Trade package. No. So weird. I've never gotten anything from FedEx. I don't think. And Amazon delivers now. Yeah, I, we we get a lot of Amazon. Packages. I love how I say now. I think they have been for the past few years. It's just that, yeah. like in Arkansas, we just got that area for them to do that. Like mm-hmm. a year? No, it wasn't even a year ago. <gasps> eBay is not a postal service. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, no. oh, eBay. Where do you see the eBay truck or the Etsy truck? You too? can get a package from eBay. You can get a package from eBay, but not. I want to see like an Etsy van just like turn their corner. You know, the Etsy, Etsy van Etsy. would be like a revamped, like vintage yes, hipster it van. Would. It would. Absolutely. eBay <laughs> would be like you're like the white candy freaking yeah, truck on the street. It's going to be great. <laughs> E-Trade was a delivery service. I feel like they'd have like a sleek black van, mm. but there'd be little to no storage in it. The most like unconventional van. <laughs> like, give me a minivan. Yeah. Like, you're almost there, but not quite. E-Trade sounds like it could be a delivery service, but not quite. It's not there. We're not we're not on that level yet. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a couple more. Layers to Dante's Inferno before we get to an E-Trade delivery. Before we get into our illnesses, I just want to rank delivery services. Let's do it! And this goes for everything. This goes for, like, DoorDash and stuff, too. DoorDash! Okay. I've got a story about DoorDash. Let's hear your DoorDash story. The year was 2020. Can you put, like, some cool ambient music on this? Of course I can. Okay. The year was 2020. I was ordering Chipotle yet again. Because I was hungry, yet again. It was May, I had a bunch of money. School was about to let up. I still had my job because I was an essential worker. And I was really, really, really famished. I went ahead and I ordered some chipotle. And I got myself my burrito, got myself everything I wanted on it. I submitted my order. (laughs) But an hour later, I get a call from an unknown number. I answer it. It literally sounded like that. I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. mocking the person. I was just like, what? <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, burrito. I was like, I think your mic is broken, or like, I don't know, maybe it's busy, maybe you're, I don't know, speaking through tin foil. Can you uh, speak into the mic? And they hung up on me, and I wasn't even being me. I was just like, I, I can't really hear you. And they hung up on me. I was like, alright, cool. And I get a text from the number. Saying, what did you order on your burrito? And I was like, I'll tell you. So I sent them my order and they were like, they didn't do that. I was like, what do you mean? They were like, they didn't do that. I was like, okay. Can you get them to fix it? Because I'm not spending $18 on a burrito that is not right. And they were just like, all right, cool. And I never got my food. But another hour passes and I call, 
call up Chipotle and like, hey, did a DoorDash delivery person, I won't say their name or anything, I was like, the DoorDash delivery person named, I'll call him Lampshade. <laughs> did, did Lampshade come to pick up my food? And they were like, what's your name? I was like, my, my name is Peyton. I'm not, yeah, I, I, because I put my real last name on. Don't mm -hmm. worry. I was like, my name is Peyton. And they were like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's, um, let's see, your order was still here. I was like, what? And they were like, they said you canceled it. What? And I was like, I, I, no, I didn't cancel my order. They said you got it wrong. I, they were like, no, your order is sitting here. We never got it wrong. You canceled your order. I was like, no, I didn't. And they were like, well, she took the money to, and they just stop. And they just go, sir, you need to get your food. It's like, okay. So I told him, I'm like, hey, you need to take me to Chipotle. He's like, no. I'm like, they stole my money. He's like, what? So I get down there, I get my burrito. My burrito was right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the DoorDash person said that I refunded my order, but I didn't. So what? they got my refund money. You can cue, like, you can stop the ambient music here. Okay. But yeah, no, 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 they, they stole the tip and everything I paid, I, it was supposed to give back to me, but since he didn't report to DoorDash that I canceled the order, that money was just in limbo, so they were gonna get paid it for, like, a delivery that didn't go through or, like, wasted time or something. Got it, so if you're gonna be, like, a criminal, be a DoorDash criminal. Yes, okay. so, um, I ended up getting in contact with people, with DoorDash. I don't know if person ever got fired. They didn't seem to believe me, which was stupid because I literally had the people at Chipotle be like, yeah, no, 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 this is not okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't cancel my order. I wanted my burrito. So, <laughs> I, that's, why <laughs> that's why I don't use DoorDash. Um, I'm putting them F tier. They're F tier. No, no. F, oh, F tier. If F tier. If these are the stages of Dante's Inferno, right. they're in the deepest sect of hell. They are. Lampshade, if you are listening to this, Lampshade and you stole Peyton's money. I got my money back. If you DoorDash, DoorDash stole the money. I think it was I think it was Chipotle reimbursed me for my purchase itself. I think I got my money back for my purchase itself. Yeah. And I think I got my delivery feedback, but I never got my tip back. Lampshade, he needs the tip. I and that was when, because now I'm scared to tip, deli like delivery people. Yeah. Because that happened once. It kind of happened twice. The second time they just gave me the wrong order, and when I called them to tell them it was the wrong order, they hung up on me. And last I checked, I can't walk to a subway like over on you know way way the way down here yeah. so I was like you can't just give me someone else's food and like expect me I can't I can't eat mayonnaise so mayonnaise is disgusting like, we don't like mayonnaise so I don't know I don't like DoorDash they're just not good I feel like every time I use them something is messed up somebody stole money from me that's illegal I'm pretty sure they lost their job because of that I can only assume they, they should did. have yeah and technically I don't know. I want to say I'm sure there could be like a lawsuit or something, right? Because they did steal yeah, money. Yeah, they could. But it was all sorted out with DoorDash and with right. Chipotle because DoorDash paid me back for my like fees and everything. Mm -hmm. They didn't pay me back the tip. I don't believe. And even then, I don't yeah. care. You know, it was like a it was like a four dollar tip or something. Mm -hmm. like they can 
you know, they can keep that. But, and Chipotle reimbursed me for my money. They gave me my meal for free and reimbursed me for my money. So I but will say that. Yeah. Kudos to you. Yeah, they handled okay. that well. They did. They did handle it well. Like, because the person on the phone, whenever I was like, I didn't cancel it, they were like shocked. They were like, you need to get your food now. Like, they sounded terrified mm-hmm. because I didn't realize that Chipotle over by where I live has had like a lot of food theft. So now they don't set their bags out anymore. Like, when you get there, you have to say your name and, like, state your order. That's good. Yeah, Yeah. like... They've improved. I Yeah, yeah, they've improved. Chipotle, if y'all are listening to this... We love you. (laughs) Sponsor us. Please sponsor me. Please, bro. Oh, God. Sponsor us with our, like, 18 listeners. (laughs) Didn't you say our estimated listeners left time was 10? Yeah, it went down to 10. Yeah, it went from 12 to 10. 18, not oh, 12. I thought, it I, thought thought it went, I thought it went 18, 12, 10. I don't know. It went down. Um, <laughs> Maybe will, it'll go up. I will say, though, before... Um, we need to rank the other delivery services, so I'm going to go quick. Okay. Okay. Grubhub is a D tier. Grubhub is ad. A because of their ad. Are you kidding me? Get the Hub Grub deal you give all the loves you food. It's so catchy. Every time I see a Grubhub ad, I smile. Why? Because it's so dumb. I love it. No. Grubhub gets D tier from me. I've never actually used the delivery service. So you're judging a book by its ad. Absolutely, and its ad is revolting, and I never want to see it again. I will never use Grubhub because of that. I will never, if anything, <laughs> if anything, I will preach from the mountaintops that Grubhub is bad. My DoorDash story, I will say it was Grubhub. No, I won't. That, that's like that's a libel and slander, and I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm sure Grubhub is just fine. I just don't like their ads. DoorDash, on the other hand. I don't like DoorDash. Can go to hell. With Lil Nas X. (laughs) (laughs) And even then, DoorDash has been pretty good, like, a lot of the time. It's just, there's been, like, three times it's messed up, because the other day I messed up my my McDonald's, but, like, there's there's been a couple times where it's messed up. I've used them the most, and they are pretty good. Like, for what it's worth, they're pretty good. It's just, the Chipotle thing really set me off. And I trusted them once more with the subway thing, and they messed that up. I was like, okay. But I just, I feel loyal to DoorDash, and I won't use anyone else. Like, it's like Stockholm way. Syndrome. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome with my food delivery. That's gonna be like a title. <laughs> um, this is my mental condition. I have Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> with food delivery. There's another one um, um, Postmates. Oh, Postmates. I've never used... Are they even in Arkansas? I don't know, but they're very popular. They all are, of the YouTubers I watch yeah, all the Postmates. Um, I know Chef Shuttle used to be here. I think, Chef Shuttle. I think they went out of business, but that was like when I was in like fifth grade. Is it like Shuttle spelled with a C? Like Psychosis mm. is spelled with an S? <laughs> no, no. It was, it was just... That'd be Chef Shuttle. <laughs> Not Shuttle. <laughs> Chef Shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> shuttle, 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 everybody shuttle with me. Isn't that like a laugh? Like a, it's a chortle. That's a chortle, yeah. <laughs> You're close. Um, Uber Eats. Oh, yeah. I like Uber. I will say this. Okay. I, know, I know Uber's pretty bad, like, for, you know, like, there's been a lot of bad things. You don't have any, Ubers. like, Uber stories? No, I've actually, wow. other than the dude, the one time I got an Uber, and he was like, 
he asked me, he, he, because I was coming back from a youth group, I've told you this story. He was like, so where are you coming from? I was like, I'm coming from a youth group. He was like, religion or yeah. I was like, oh, I'm Catholic. He's like, I don't like the Catholics. I was like, oh, okay. We just sat there in silence for the rest of the Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't like the Catholics. I don't like the Catholics. Just, all right, man, thanks. He um, like wrecks the car. <laughs> just drives into the river. if you were an Eminem fan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm unironically an Eminem fan. Me too. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He's good. Yeah. Neither no, no, no. quick ranking UPS up top. They, um, they've never gone wrong to my knowledge. Okay. Uh, so they're S tier. I'm going to give Amazon A tier. They're, they're fast. You said S tier. Yeah, S is the best. S is better than A? Yeah. But A comes before S. Have you ever seen the tier list? No. S is always better than A on every... Have you never checked a Super Smash Bros. tier list? No, I Have haven't. Have you never checked a Civ 6 tier list? Hey. A Rainbow Six tier I'm list? I'm not a nerd. Tier list. Peyton S. <laughs> Peyton S tier. Peyton P tier. P is not on there. It should be. It's not... What's the worst one? D? What? It says A, B, C, D, E, F. And Why is S in first? Because it's, it's like super, like spectacular. A is amazing. <laughs> and then what is B? You like better? <laughs> You're better. What is F? A failure, obviously. <laughs> Floozer, if you will. What is E? Maybe there's not an E. I feel like F. there's an E tier. E's F. F. D. Because A, B, C, D, E, D, F. you did bad. E, F. <laughs> oh, it's C tier, B. Can't go wrong with the C. <laughs> B. Better. A, amazing. S. Spectaculars. Spider-Man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. How are we going to transition from this into mentalists? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you could transition us rating delivery services. And then rating rate tier lists. We were really out here with the tier list. Okay. Really out here with the tier <laughs> Oh. I don't know what that was about, but... Oopsies. <laughs> Remember, Oopsies. this all started because I got a message from a robo number. It uh, did. Wow. Yeah. That was at the very beginning. We went off So here I am, Peyton McKinney, Master of Transitions. So <laughs> how did we go from rating tier lists and delivery services to this being the deepest episode we're going to have? I doubt time? the deepest, but... <laughs> I mean, for, for a while. For a bit. For a bit, yeah. yeah. So... You gotta think, how do you transition from delivery? Delivery. People deliver everything now, right? Because they're COVID. So what can be delivered? Antidepressants. Hi, welcome to depression territory. How many? Hey! Hiya. Hiya. What's your what's your <clears throat> antidepressant of choice? My antidepressant of choice. So I'm gonna start this off by saying 
that... Don't take antidepressants unprescribed. Yeah, okay. I'm going to start this off with, like, an actual, like, warning. Okay. The whole reason I'm being open about being on antidepressants and being depressed or my mental illnesses is because there's a lot of stigmas that I want to break. I'm getting, like, out of character here. I'm being, like, serious. Yeah. But... I know a lot of I know a lot of people that have a lot of mental conditions and a lot of issues and stuff, and I know a lot of them don't really feel comfortable with people knowing. And I know that there's been a push to kind of break this stigma, and in doing that, people have like sort of glorify it. Mm-hmm. Look, look, none of that's okay. All right, no. I don't want a stigma where people that are depressed like can't function. All right. But I don't want it to be something that's cool and quirky to be depressed. Okay, no. like. Should, I, I'm going to give a trigger warning right here because I, I know a lot of people are like, oh my god, you don't need to do that. You do. <clears throat> I I, perp- I personally don't ever need one, but I know a lot of people do, so yeah. I like to give one. So I'm going to give one right now. I don't know if you're going to need it till later. Maybe if you want to mm-hmm. come in and like edit me, like skip to this time, uh, yeah. you, you can do that. I don't okay. know. But I see a lot of people that will like post stuff on their Snapchat story that's like a picture of like an arm that's just cut all the way down and bloody. And it's like, really? repost if you would save this person. <gasps> Don't do that. That's no. glorifying that. You you dumbass. You're glorifying it. You're making it seem like it's something that's good and okay. It's not okay. No. Look, as somebody who struggles with depression, anxiety, just a whole load of issues, okay? That's not okay. I may have never had issues with cutting myself. Mm-hmm. I, I've never had that issue. I will not sit here and pretend I have. I've had other issues where I've tried to harm myself, but never like that. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I know that a lot of people aren't going to like me saying this right now. Like, I know I can think of quite a few people where if they were to ever listen to this, they'd be like, why are you saying this publicly? And I'll tell you right now why I am. Because so many people live in fear because if they come out, it's either going, like, if they come out saying, hey, I have this mental issue. It's either going to be everybody looks down on them or everybody praises them. And it shouldn't be either of those. And I've been been preaching this since, like, day one. I remember in, like, seventh grade, like, getting on my Instagram to, like, the four people that followed me, like, posting about this stuff. Because this has always been something that's really, like, stood out to me. I remember when I was a sophomore, I'd do a paper um, on a nonprofit organization. And I won't say the nonprofit I chose, just because after looking into them a bit more, I don't know the validity of them. At the time, I should have done more research because I built a whole research paper around them. And I mean, at the time, they looked good, they looked squeaky clean. But after doing a little bit more research, after I turned the paper in, just to like see if this was someone I would support, I, I don't know if I would. I can't find any information on them that is <clears throat> that is like something that I would be like, I trust my life in the hands of this person. But I did that paper because I wanted to show, because at the time, I knew I had depression. I've known I've had it since, like, fifth grade. Um, it wasn't properly diagnosed until my junior year. Or, yeah, yeah, until my junior year, but I've known I've had it my whole life. Like, I remember as early as, like, fourth grade, just having that anxiety and that social, like, withdrawal. Like, my entire life I felt this way. Mm-hmm. And so whenever people, I know people really young that say they struggle with mental issues, and I hate when people say you're too young to know. No, you're not. I knew at such a young age that I had some stuff going on up here that wasn't okay. And I remember people shutting me down when I tried to talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. I remember I had a teacher that shut me down when I tried talking about it to them. And they were like, well, maybe this school just isn't a place for you. 
and stuff. And they were just <laughs> making me feel like it was my fault right. that I was like this. <clears throat> and I remember they told my mom this. My mom was so mad. My mom was like, how is he going to come in here and tell you about everything that's going on? You're a teacher. He's supposed to trust you. And you just like, dismiss it. And you're like, this is not the place for him. No, there shouldn't have to be a special place. No. I'm not saying that you have to go out of your way to change your life just for this one person. I'm not saying that. But I don't feel like the world should be divided for people based on what mental conditions and what mental disorders they may have. Mm-mm. Okay? This is serious stuff, and I'm sorry to, like, break character. I was literally just ranking delivery services <laughs> earlier. And now I'm going on about how, like, I hate seeing the glorification of this, but I hate seeing people talk down about it. But this is, like, a real big thing. This is something I've always wanted to, like, talk about. I want to use... And I'm not going to say I have a big platform. I have about 300 followers on Instagram. I get about 20 likes per thing I do. You're always the first... Let me actually touch your nose. You're always the first one, if not the first, and, like, the second. Mm -hmm. Nobody watches all the way through my stuff. Nobody cares about my platform. I get that. Right now, I am no one. Right, Right now... As I am talking right now, April 7th, 2021, <laughs> I am nobody. I, I don't matter in the grand scheme of things that I get that. <clears throat> That's okay. I understand that. But what little platform I do have, I want to use till the day I die to preach that I want this to be something that shouldn't be looked down on or people be scared of. There's no need to be scared of people with depression, but there's no need to glorify it. Drop the mic. Boom. Awesome. Another thing that people tend to do that's also in this, um, in this little, what do you call it? This like field of misconceptions is acting like it's a choice. Something that you decide, like you, you can wake up in the morning and decide to have a good day. You can't, sometimes you can, there are days where you can, you know, you have like the emotional and mental energy to like make a little bit of an effort. The difference isn't choosing to have a good day or not. You can choose mm-hmm. to have a good day and still have a bad day. Mm-hmm. It's if you have the energy to make that happen. Yeah. A lot of times you're too drained. You literally can't. It could be the worst day ever. And if you have that energy, you can find at least some silver lining. You can. At least what I found with my anxiety and my depression, I'm too fatigued to ever find that silver lining. Yeah. I'm just so emotionally worn out. I just can't do it. It takes a lot out of you. It does. It really does. And it's it's not okay. No. Like, I just... Because like you said earlier about don't take antidepressants unprescribed. <laughs> don't self... Like, like self-diagnose... Okay. I know I just said I've known I had depression since I was in, like, fourth grade. Yeah. And I talked... I... I will say this, I probably did something I shouldn't have. Since 8th grade, I've been openly saying I was depressed. Now, if people asked if I was diagnosed, I would say, no, I've not been diagnosed. But I, I show everything for it. Right. And I mean, I was right. I feel like there were some instances where you know. Like, yeah, you just so know. But there's, there's some instances where, like, self, I would say self-diagnosing is okay. Like, yeah. if you, because ultimately, at the end of the day, you know your brain more more better you know your brain better than like any doctor will and doctors are biased there are bad therapists there are bad psychologists that just won't listen to you it's like a condom they wouldn't exist if they didn't work this is gonna work but also don't don't diagnose yourself with something without 
um, the doing research. your research. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I've been researching since fifth grade. Fourth grade, I knew. Fifth grade was when, so it kind of happened in stages. From kindergarten on, I was always ostracized. No one liked me. I was told from a very young age I would never have friends. I would never fit in. Around fourth grade is when it started to hit me more. I started to become, like, self-aware at the end of fourth grade. Mm -hmm. Fifth grade was just horrible. I became this pathological liar that was doing my best to fit in with everyone. Like, uh, my personality changed depending on who I was talking to. I I learned that being Peyton wasn't going to cut it. So I was being whoever I was talking to. I told a whole lot of lies that I knew were lies. But I thought, some attention is better than none. If they say my name, then they're not pretending I'm a ghost. There would be days where I'd wake up and I didn't even know if I was actually in school. There would be days where I would wake up and I would genuinely feel like I'm just not here. Nobody said a word to me. I just don't exist. I had so many behavioral issues then. Like, my anger was bad. Mm -hmm. I had outbursts all the time. I, I just... In fifth grade, nobody paid attention to me. And if they did, it was just to tell me that I was a horrible person. I didn't have a single friend in fifth grade. I, I really don't think I would say I had my first friend till about eighth grade. And even then, I had friends before that, but they turned out to be not so great people later on. <clears throat> I mean, I never really knew what a friend was like until eighth grade. I remember in, it was either seventh, sixth or seventh grade, I threw my final birthday party, and I invited a bunch of people that I thought were my friends. None of the, nobody showed up, nobody came, not a soul came. And I still think about that a lot. We mentioned this in the episode that we started recording. We, yes. Where I mentioned my, I, I'm just going to call them a friend. It's one of those people you date in like grade school where mm-hmm. it's not really counted. But I, I just want to throw this out there because I know a lot of people have this misconception too. It was not a real relationship by any means. Okay. There can be real relationships in eighth grade. Don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure it's my cousin she got married to the person she's been dating since, like, seventh grade. And they're happily married now. She's, like, 27, I think. I wouldn't call my relationship in eighth grade a relationship. <laughs> if you had one in eighth grade that you think was, then it most likely was. Only the people in it can tell. I don't think mine was one. But I bring this up to say that I remember when we broke up, um, they were, like, one of my only friends, right? So... They would openly talk to me about how, like, because my depression was really bad and I was very open. And I was a little overbearing. I was always negative. I had nothing positive to say and I would get that. I, I understand that. But I would go to them for help and they would always, always respond with, well, just cheer up or just, just be better. Just look on the bright side. Or And I remember one time I opened up about one of the things that, like, scamming books. So I was like, I just feel like I'm not worthy of anyone's time or attention. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, well, you're not. I was like, what? She was like, well, don't say that because then you convince yourself you're not. But I don't so think you are. So damaging. Yeah. Especially yeah. for someone who has, like, social anxiety and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand it was eighth grade. I understand it wasn't that big a deal. But, like... I it, had it, to make a video on you Kylie! Kylie. What? <laughs> Kylie. Um, this is awkward timing for the podcast. <laughs> but... Long story short, just wanted to say, th- this is completely unrelated, but don't, don't treat people poorly at a young age. Because I, I know if this person was to hear this, they would be like, you're still hung up on this? 
This has long-lasting implications. Those are some very, very impressionable years. And I was just starting to get comfortable in my body. And I mean, it still wasn't, but I was starting to accept who I was to myself. And I was scared to tell anybody, hey, I'm depressed. Hey, I, I don't feel like waking up in the morning. Hey, there are nights where I feel like ending it all. And I, you know, I was terrified to tell people that. And the one time I opened up to someone about that, they were always like, oh, just, just cheer up. It's fine. It's okay. It's a choice. It's like, no. No, it's not a choice. I can't choose to just fix the chemical imbalances in my brain. I can't just wake up and be like, my brain is fine. You know? Yeah. It's, it's not like... That's like saying somebody can wake up and just choose to have a big juicy booty that day. If anybody knows what that's a reference to, thank God. But it's not like I can just wake up and think that. Okay? You can't just wake up and think, my depression won't be here today. Maybe, maybe next Tuesday. You can't do that. So, I don't know. That made me mad. I don't even remember what I was talking about to begin with. I've, like, stolen this whole... I feel like I talk way more in the podcasts than you, and I feel so bad. Mm-mm. We need to have a podcast where, like, the rules are reversed, where you're the one, like, no. screaming, and I'm the one just sitting here drinking my water, like, listening, like, learning more about me than I know about myself. <laughs> you're raining me from that. It's oh, like... I know the day he will die. I know how it will happen. I know what his final words will be. You just know everything. Just no. looking at me, you're like, I know where he was exactly two years ago, five days ago, and three hours ago. Three hours ago. Like two years, five days, three hours ago. Oh, but, yeah, like that exact time. Yeah, you just just by looking at me. Yeah. I think Kylie's that way too. She's listening to music. She just like. She, she, she... I'm Kyle. She's Kyle. She's Kyle. Peyton. Jeez. Um, we haven't even really... I, we haven't really... Talked about... The... No, we haven't... <laughs> Alright, let's get into that. Go ahead. You go first. What am I supposed to say? What I don't know. When it comes to stuff that actually matters... It's hard to talk It's hard about. to talk because you always have, like, things that you think about and you want to say and you have things that you're passionate... You all passionate about... And then when you get that platform, it's like mm, you don't know how to use it anymore. Yeah, uh, I'm. I mean, I'm the same way. I've been talking about all the stuff I believe and all the stuff I think and the experiences. I've not actually talked about like what I've been diagnosed with. No. I'll, leave, I'll leave some things out just because I don't feel like it's my place to talk about that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I, I simply can't see that being okay right now. But, like, I've talked about I was diagnosed with depression mm-hmm. and anxiety. I have bad social anxiety. <laughs> and we have a story about that. So, Heather is here and Peyton is shot. So, Peyton has always told me he has social anxiety. And I've been like, well, I never thought he was lying. Like, I believed it. But I was like, he just manifests it in a very interesting way because he is very outgoing and very talkative. And just not what you picture when you think social anxiety. But the other day, he was over at my house, and my mom's friend came over, and he had never met her before. And the second the door opened, he was on my lap, cuddled up, and didn't say a word (laughs) the whole time she was here. I was in, like, the fetal position. He was in the fetal (laughs) position. And Peyton is like, there's no dead air with Peyton usually, but he didn't speak. I only spoke when spoken to, and I chose whatever. 
my thoughts, I chose the shortest way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> your family has a group chat. Yeah, your family has a group chat, and I sent a picture of him cuddled up, cuddled up on my lap, and I said, Heather is here, and Peyton's shy, and it just started this chain of everybody laying down in a fetal position. Like they all sent pictures of them laying down in fetal positions. My my younger brother. Your he, younger brother. My younger older brother. Um, he laid down in the middle of his yard, like his lawn. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> Heather is here. <laughs> Jeremy is shouting. Oh my god. I think about that. That was my mind rent free. That's a core memory right there. Rent free. It's rent free. I'm like you. <laughs> I'm like me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay, now that we've talked about my. Str- I still feel so bad because you've like said nothing about. Like, you haven't this. either. I know I haven't. I mean, I kind of did and didn't. I kind of answered the questions without asking the questions, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I mean, because really all I can say is like what it's like for me personally, but I'm not good at describing things. <laughs> Says the writer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. If you read my stuff, I don't really know how to describe things. I tell a story. I try to tell very, like, not vague, but very, like, specific stories mm-hmm. without describing much. Descriptions are important, Peyton. They are, and I'm not good at them. That's the thing. Like, Eye of the Storm, there's not much of a description in Eye of the Storm. There is a little bit, but there's, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, I'm better the, like, the four, like... I wish I could write where you have to think about what it means, but I just, mm-hmm. I, I can't describe stuff. I don't know how, you know, coming from someone who's written, uh, like four short stories and now two or a, a book and a half about an alternate reality where there's dozens of everybody trying to take down the evil cult of paganism. I love it. Did I tell you? I'm so sorry. No, 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 it's you. good. I found... Um, I found, like, little, I found little, like, clip, clips of my serious writing. Ooh. Yeah, like my fiction writing. Okay, okay. That was, like, my strong suit. It's still my strong suit, but (laughs) anyway, um, segue into speaking about... Your mental disorders. My mental disorders. Um, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. What do you think affects you the most on a daily basis? If you had to say, which affects you I know they all kind of work together to make your life horrible. And that's tricky because this is another thing. People say don't get in a relationship until you're okay with yourself. And I, I support that 100%. But I also think that when you get in a relationship, that's going to help you find yourself. Like, because here, I still really don't like myself, and I didn't like myself. But when we got together, you taught me how to like myself more. Right, and I'm like, 
that argument really drives me nuts because Same. you're teaching people that until they are better, they're not worthy of love. Yeah. yeah like, like you're still worthy of love when you are feeling really low. That's what will help you. Yeah. Like, cause I'm the happiest I've been right now. Yeah. And I mean, my friends knew last March was the hardest time of my life for mm-hmm. me. It was the lowest I'd ever been. I would never leave my room. My depression was so bad then. And then COVID hitting in the middle of that massive depressive episode only made it worse. It's not like the depressive episode began because of COVID. It started before COVID. COVID just made it worse. Right. So, like, I I was starting to get back to that point, like, early this year. When we started talking more, that was when I started to kind of feel better. I still don't like myself. Right. But I'm doing a lot better now. And you you make me a lot happier. You really do help with that. So I'm going to talk about it from two perspectives. What affects me most now is definitely my anxiety. And I want to say, oh, it's my, like, you know, fear of what, what comes next. Or, like, anxiety of not knowing what happens next. But honestly, I think, if anything, it's probably more my social anxiety. That makes sense. That only got... It's weird. That kind of got worse after we started dating, but it's because it's because I feel so comfortable around you and your family mm-hmm. that now that I know what it's like to be comfortable around people. There's that like drastic. Yeah, yeah. like because before I was comfortable around my friends, mm-hmm. but it, it was more you know it's, I never really hung out with people before when we started dating. Like it, there was no real time where I would go talk to people. Mm-hmm. I talked to them over the phone and that was it. In person, I would only see people at school during lunch. Like, I never saw people outside of that. Ever. So, my social anxiety was still bad, but it, it was manageable because mm-hmm. everything was kind of the same. Well, now I know that there's a good feeling socially. I know what it's like to be accepted now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying my parents don't accept me. I'm talking right. about outside of my family. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm not saying anything bad about my parents. It's just, and I feel like everybody feels this. I feel like everybody, even if they don't want to admit it, you always want to find a connection outside your family. Yeah, that's natural. Because your family, if in most cases, will always love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. They will always be there for you no matter what. Even if you don't see eye to eye on something. They're always going to be there for you. They're always going to accept you. Or And some people don't have that. And mm-hmm. I I want to be that person for those people that don't have that. And that's a whole other story I won't get into right now. Because this is going to be a shorter podcast because I have to go soon. So I'm like trying to find a way to wrap it up. But I've been like dodging every question. <laughs> it's There's final. no like wrapping it up. No, there is no wrapping it up. But you said the social anxiety. Yeah. It's just... Whenever I found a high, I learned what a low is, if that makes more sense. They had watermelon sorbet instead of raspberry. Should you get me watermelon? Yep. I got the ice cream sandwich. You want one? Yes. Thank you. Hello. Thank you so much. Just as I was talking about, like, how I feel, like, comfortable. (laughs) This is, see, this is, I never feel comfortable in situations, like, around people. And now I know what a high is like. 
in this sort of setting. So I now know what a low is like. So it, in turn, made the social anxiety worse. In a roundabout way, it did. In a roundabout way. It, but honestly, I'm kind of glad it did. Like, if that, if that makes any sense... Haley is a control freak and demands to be in control of editing the podcast but she moved a thousand miles away so this episode was late and she accidentally deleted literally half of it. But the only important thing that happened was that Peyton called her toxic and she kicked him off of the podcast. Selfish psychosis, here we come.